Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, 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 and welcome to episode 124 of How You At You. It's your girl Shanice from K-Pop Box. And Shay from the K-Way. And on this podcast, we love hanging out with you guys, talking through the hottest K-news, your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, and everything in between. Yes, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. So let's sit back, relax, and let's get it started. Yes, so it's time for our very first segment called Hot Topics, aka BBC Shanice, where we give you a rundown of the hottest K news that's come up over the past week or so. So Shanice, spill the tea. Comeback news time, yeah. According to Star News, New Jeans is reported to make a comeback in July with a pre-release scheduled for June. Shiny's Taming solo comeback album is also in talks and scheduled to be released sometime this year. Card also announced a single called Without You, which is set to be released on the 10th of April. BTS's Sugar has a documentary about his upcoming new album DJ, which will show all the behind the scenes. This should be called Sugar Road to D-Day and will be out the 12th of April on Weverse and Disney+. Plus. So those things to keep your eyes out for. Talking about Sugar... Sugar's Augusty is finally on music streaming platforms after all the time. I didn't even know it wasn't even on there. Oh. But yeah, but it armies should be happy that, you know, you can now stream away. And talking about streaming, BTS become the first group to surpass 33 billion streams in Spotify wow. history. I can't even imagine that's the amount. Insane. That's a lot. That's but a big it's, number. That's a real big number. <laughs> I'm talking about big numbers. Blackpink's Lisa becomes the first K-pop soloist to have two songs surpass 300 million Spotify streams. Mm. So yeah, um, moving on. So CGENM has officially apologized for rehiring. Sorry, it's not funny. Uh, rehiring the PD Anne June Young, who served a prison term for voting manipulation in Mnet's Produce 101 series. Oh. A source from Mnet reportedly shared that his return is still being discussed. So, I mean, how sorry are you? <laughs> Previously. Um, and June Young and chief producer Kim Young Bum were suspected of manipulating viewer votes for all four seasons of Produce 101. And June Young was also under suspicion of receiving money from entertainment agency representatives at an adult entertainment bar. In late May 2020, June Young received a prison sentence of two years as well as a fine of 36 million won, which is approxi- approximately $27,000 or £22,000. Um, in June 2020, June Young appealed against the ruling but was found guilty at both the first and second trials and the case went to the Supreme Court. 
In the end, the Supreme Court held the original sentence and Anne Junyang was released from prison in late November 2021. While the press release has not mentioned what PD and Junyang's future whereabouts, what's happening with him, as I said before, a source from Mnet reportedly shared that his return is still being discussed. So, <laughs> I mean, how sorry are you? You just saw you got caught. Um, but what happened? I wonder, like, how that situation's dealt with. Obviously, the time that he went in for, but mm. in terms of the overall competition, like, do they reevaluate things? What I think at this, I think it's just too late, isn't it? I mean, yeah, the damage is done at this point, and maybe it's it was concealed so well to the point where you couldn't really tell who who was meant to have what votes. I don't mm. I don't know how it happened. I think there was an article like at the time, maybe for the like the later series, that they were saying that, oh, this person should have been third or this person but then again it's not really the contestants' fault at the same time. So yeah. maybe it just wasn't um published to the public, but it's a bit mm. of a mess. Yeah. And last but not least, the boys' agency released a statement warning about taking strong legal action against the invasion of privacy and false rumours. IST Entertainment posted a notice on their official fan cafe. I'm just going to read parts of it. Even after releasing the announcement on privacy infringement in February of last year, Unauthorised visits to places related to the artist's daily lives, such as office buildings, hair salons and dorms, continued, causing serious mental and material damage to the artists as well as their families, acquaintances and people around them. We inform you that the act of invasion of invasion of privacy, such as making loud noises in front of company buildings, blocking paths while filming, attending to trespass the artist's dorms and parking lot, parking lot and are following dangerously after vehicles are being collected through a black box and CCTV and this footage will be continuously delivered and reported to the local police. We have asked people to refrain from posting false rumours about the boys, continually uh, making defamatory remarks and invading their privacy. Nevertheless, we are aware that the act of violating the right the rights and interests of the artist has gone too far and we inform you that we are continuously collecting evidence and receiving legal consultation in this regard. We continue to take through legal action against malicious posts through self-monitoring and emails sent by fans and we will inform you that there will be no leniency or agreement in this process even in the future. So this company is not playing Shay and I don't blame them. Yeah, exactly. It's important that appropriate action's taken. But I think sadly, even when things like this take place and companies stand up for their artists and reinforce certain things, unfortunately, I don't feel like this will scare many people and we'll yeah. still unfortunately see things like this. I don't know what else can be done. I think it might just be a culture shift. I don't like classifying these people as fans, but amongst the community and the space as a whole. But it's sad and it's so dangerous and disrespectful. So, yeah. I feel like whoever gets cool or whatever, they're probably going to make an example of them because, you know, even like with the whole um, NCT 127 thing, I feel like a lot of, again, fans in air air quotes that 
do these type of things they're kind of like oh we just give them a little slap on the wrist they're young mm. so it might have to come to a point where it's like no this is dangerous for everyone involved including quote-unquote fan so we need to make some sort of example yeah i feel like that's the only way yeah, well, uh, I'm just happy that the company has taken the appropriate action and has stood up because, as you said, there's been a lot of like slap on the wrist. So if this happens again, we'll do X. And sometimes there isn't that follow up of action. So mm. it's nice to see a company really protecting their artists. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that is hot topics. Hot, hot topics. If there's any stories you want us to cover or if you want to comment on any stories we spoke about today, Make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. Okay, moving on to our next segment called Say What? Where you send your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, hot tea. You can send that all to howyoutea at gmail.com. That's howyoutea at gmail.com. Or you can submit a form at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash how you at you. So Shay, take it away. Okay, so our very first unpopular opinion for today is quote-unquote generalizing fandoms is sometimes necessary when calling out a problem within it and a bigger fandom doesn't always equal more toxicity. Tolerance does. I think with the generalizing fandoms, I think sometimes companies or the artists themselves need to call them out Mm -hmm. i think that's the only way i feel like when it's other people especially if it's other people from different fandoms or if even if it's like someone from their own fandom but they're a multi for example Mm -hmm. they're not seen as oh you're you're not a true fan you don't understand if you're on our wavelength they're sometimes i feel like for certain behaviors there needs to be a clamp down and a stamp down from either the company themselves or from the group or the idol or whatever i think that's the only way Mm -hmm. i think yeah i think for this point of generalizing so this person said that generalizing fandoms is sometimes necessary in calling out a problem i think generalizing can still be dangerous at some points because it's not always Mm -hmm. everyone i think if you're gonna raise a point you can say oh i feel as though the majority or we see a lot of this in this space but if we say everyone does it i think that can be a bit problematic so i think it's fine to say you see a majority thing or a reoccurring problem or in this particular fandom i see a lot of or i tend to have a problem with people in this fandom that do x i feel like that's a healthier way to deal Um, with an issue rather than saying everyone does this or all the time I feel like that can be a bit unfair because there's always sometimes it's actually the minority in a space that shines through yeah yeah. and that creates like a bad image or a bad rep so I don't think it's always fair to generalize because there are other people that might not be um, that might not fall into the category of whatever issue you're trying to raise. So that isn't fair, but I do get what you mean. And then the mm. second part of this person's unpopular opinion, um, they said a bigger fandom doesn't always equal more toxicity. Tolerance does. Yeah, and I think it just goes mm. back to what I said before in the sense of that I feel like that's only going to slow down or somewhat stop if companies or the artists themselves say something. Mm-hmm. Because even though this this opinion's about oh generalizing fandoms is sometimes necessary, I feel like generalization always happens anyway. For most people that are outside, and again, no offense to any armies, but they just they just paint you all with the same brush. Like armies are crazy, do you know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. like no, it's like the small minority that are. Do you know what I mean? So 
Yeah. And I, and this might be a huge ask, but I do think that sometimes there needs to be more of a differentiation made between calling someone by a fandom name and identifying that someone isn't actually a true fan or is even potentially a sesang because I feel like those should be mm. looked at as different things just because we see that this person has a ton of BTS on their page and is also depicting X behaviors doesn't mean that they're necessarily a, a pro there's no proper way to be a fan but an actual fan because I think I don't have the official definition of a fan but it's someone that has like the good intention and wants to support someone and and is going to be a positive asset to the space or to supporting x group or x artists so i think anything outside of that falls into a separate category and i, I know those distinctions are sometimes a bit difficult to be made but um like you said i think one of the big ways that we can see a change is if we see more artists speaking up and saying okay we don't like x or even more companies but i think coming from the artists will have more of an impact i think recently i don't know if it's the best example but i think there was something around rm went live and there was like a lot of weird or inappropriate comments and he mm. was like you guys have changed or said something along the lines of like he wasn't okay with what was being said or the way people are acting in the comments and if he's doing these live I think he said something like maybe he just shouldn't look at the comments and I think mm. that causes more of a shockwave in the space yeah um so yeah moving on our next unpopular opinion is second and even some third gen groups made people outside of South Korea consume k-pop but BTS made k-pop mainstream I guess but I don't know I still don't even really think k-pop is mainstream I just feel like BTS are if you think about it mm. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a bit of a weird one. Um, I think K although K-pop is more known, maybe similar to what you were saying, I don't know if it's like mainstream. It's definitely mm. in, more in main media now and people are more yes. aware of it. But I still feel as though people don't know much about the space. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. It's definitely could, more, but that's, yeah. just, that's just with time and that's just with, I think the pandemic really helped that. Um, I think... Of course, you know, BTS have made big waves and that's caused like a few groups to trickle in behind them. But I wouldn't say K-pop is mainstream, mainstream. Mm -hmm. Dare I even argue? I would say that there have been groups prior to BTS that have become technically mainstream and obviously BTS is mainstream, but I still feel as though K-pop is still in its emerging era. era. Like it's obviously mm. very known but it's still growing and coming into the space of becoming mainstream. Yes, are there certain things that you can mention or certain groups that everyone will know about now, but mm. I still feel like it's it's an emerging space internationally, which isn't a bad thing. I think K-pop has made amazing waves and has grown. Um, and obviously BTS has been an amazing uh, vehicle to help push K-pop as a whole more, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, I agree. So moving on, <laughs> um, this next person said, BTS didn't disband. The insider said, said a few of these statements as if BTS dispersed. The Korean wave might not um, might not still be as popular, but tons of other K-pop groups are still popular even worldwide. Okay, I need to Google this because hmm. I'm just like, I'm like the needy meme that's like who said that <laughs> who, who did that i know that there have been a few comments that have been made that robbed people the wrong way like i think oh what are they called there's a western group pretty much i think they were on the zach what's his name the zach I know something show Zach. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and they were basically making, I, I don't want to misquote, so don't take this word for word, but they they were having a discussion along the lines as, um, of they didn't feel like there were many groups and especially boy groups left in like the mainstream space. They felt like they were one of the last ones that were still like very active. Um, and they were like giving examples like 1Ds, um, like obviously not together and other examples. Um, mm. And I think one of the members said that like, even like BTS are broken up or they're not active anymore. And I think Zach went on to like correct them that like they're not broken up. I think in some spaces, maybe because of the lack of information or the lack of care to research, I don't think people are aware of the Korean military system and how those things work. Yeah. And so they're just like, oh, they're just not active anymore. So it means that they must not be together. Mm. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised but if even it's been other but even like an old opinion that's been buried because I do remember when when they said they're going to take a bit of a break and people were like, oh my gosh, that, this is the end. And... <laughs> Everyone that's been in this looking around like, child, you're still gonna see them. They're, they're gonna they're gonna do their own thing. They're just not gonna be together. Do, do you know what I mean? But they will come back around. But even still, I don't think it's just a Korean military thing because okay, I guess in Western examples may not be the best example because most of the time when someone decides they want to go do something else and like, no, we're not breaking up. We're gonna get back together, and then they somehow sometimes don't get back together but the aim wasn't to end things there the aim was to come back around do you know what i mean so the whole concept of you know members branching out doing different niche things is not unheard of in terms of the korean wave might might not still be as popular but Blah, blah, blah. I just think the the second like I guess resurgence of like the popularity of the whole Korean wave was down to the fact that everyone was locked in inside and the the Koreans were still popping off they were still releasing stuff they were still perform of course it's in a different way because you know everyone's at home and you know when something's shiny and new everyone to them not to us but when something's shiny news you want to like dig deep and see what's going on and those people mm -hmm. did really invest in it during that time and you know as time yeah. has gone on the interest has either dropped off or whatever the case may be so i don't know what my point was but <laughs> but i think in conclusion at least for like the um the latter half of this about the korean wave might not be as popular still um and there are tons of other groups that are still popular even worldwide i think although bts are then they're not broken up they're pursuing solo activities whilst various members are enlisting which most of us k-pop veterans are very used to and accustomed to um i don't see it having a huge effect on the popularity of Hallyu as a whole i think yeah bts are somewhat of it have been somewhat of an amazing door and introduction to the space and it's allowed yes there might be people that are like just bts stands and that's completely fine but i feel as though they've worked as a really nice segue into other areas so i, I still feel like a lot of their fans or people that got into Hallyu as a whole through them will still remain and let's not forget that there's been a huge fandom and a huge space of Hallyu enthusiasts prior to BTS that still indulge in the space. So I think they've added a lot to the space, but I don't think we'll see a decrease in the interest of Hallyu as a whole 
because mm-hmm. there are so many things that fall into Hallyu. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but before the really like pop off of K-pop, people have well, still are, but were into K dramas and other forms of media. Mm-hmm. So I don't see it affecting Hallyu as a whole. Yes, that I'm sure BTS's break, quote unquote, has affected various things. Maybe there are some people that have maybe left the space or are having a break from the space until they return as a group again. Things might have happened in the stock market because obviously they are a huge part of the space and they bring a significant amount of money into the music industry and Korea as a whole. But yeah, I don't I don't think like the whole of Hallyu is gonna just fall off. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit it's a bit dramatic. I think with any big group with within whatever generation and you know, when it's that time for them to either go into the military or they decide they want to do different things, I think there is still that mini panic of, Oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Yeah. But, you know, there's always there's always <laughs> no disrespect to any of the groups that doing their thing because of course they've helped pave the way whether that's your bts's your big bangs your shinies whatever but um there's there's always there's always the 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 babies coming up and there's gonna be you know different people that are gonna somewhat not take their place but they will be the new shiny thing and they will do things their way and because we're so used to seeing it in a certain i guess way of doing things or you know we're used to seeing bts break records or you know whatever the case may be you can't really picture the future of bts not doing that or how other people may be more drawn to something else so yeah i don't i don't think the popularity will change it'll just look different yeah, exactly. And I think if we think of this overall process as almost like a baton passing, just because you pass on a baton doesn't mean like the previous runner just evaporates into thin air. Yes. It just creates this nice opportunity for this person to run the last leg or for this person to show something as well. So, and no offense to BTS, but they are the worst at this whole break situation <laughs> because because they're the really past, not on a break. <laughs> exactly. Like I feel like we and in like I'm grateful and I feel I feel like it's lovely. I'm not complaining, but I feel mm. like they're like yeah, we're on a break. We're all together. Um, we're here, or I'm supporting <laughs> this one over here, or this one's having a comeback, or this one. So I feel like we're still getting so much out of them, and I do actually wish that they would take a break, break because I feel like they need rest they've been giving so Mm. much for so long and i hope they're being looked after and they have their protective circles and whatnot but um i think army and anyone that loves bts you are super lucky because in the past when we've been told that a break uh, an artist or a group is having a break they're having a break and we're not seeing them (laughs) at all so um yeah i think it's been nice and i don't know everything in life is cycles like when bts came up there was like a gap in that space for something else now that bts is on a bit of a break they haven't disappeared and no one's going to take their place or what they mean to the space but it opens the door to maybe shine the light on an upcoming artist or an upcoming group or um something of that nature so yeah and as we said as you said it is a you know is a relay race there is a button to be passed and you don't know what that trigger is like as talented as bts has always been and that's never been something people could really challenge no one no one expected this for them either and again this is no disrespect to bts like no one said they're gonna be the next big thing of course their fans you know their eyes are dies like yeah this is, we, we we saw it coming of course 
they're your man's, isn't it? But like, and on the grand scheme of things, like you just you just never know. You just never know what will set a group off to shoot them off. Do you know what I mean? And in terms of the break thing, as you were saying, Shay, that I wanted to say, I feel like throughout BTS's whole career, I don't think they've ever knew what the different definition of a break. <laughs> Is, yeah. Um, it's always been mini album after mini album, or they're doing their YouTube, or I just feel like they're the kind of group that don't know how to sit still. And <laughs> I think maybe it just seems like that as well. They probably are taking breaks, but it's because when someone is like, okay, I'm sitting down, someone's like, all right, tap me in, bro. And then it's like, <laughs> okay, this person's doing promotions. But then you don't really hear of the other others that much. They may tweet, they may live stream here and there, but on a consistent level, no. But it's like, they're just passing the baton to each other. <laughs> yes, exactly. So like, they haven't gone anywhere. And especially with social media as well, if you think about it. I think one thing that I do really like about armies, I don't think armies are the only ones that are doing it, but they're just really loud about it, is they're going to keep BTS's name alive in the sense mm. of, oh my gosh, it's Thursday the 25th. Do you remember last year on the 25th, John Cook did this. So do you know what I mean? So it's, yeah. like, they're, it's like they're never gone. <laughs> so, exactly. Um, I think the closest work we've gotten to any bts member at least on a break is maybe jungkook and that is even a terrible example because he done like the world cup and he's done other projects and i'm i think he's working on something now i don't know if it was fake but i feel like i saw a tiktok of a twitter screenshot of something like justin bieber tweeted about him and jungkook or something like that so he's probably mm -hmm. still working in the back end but i'm really enjoying what's the best way to describe it like college jungkook that's like watching youtube and gaming and eating online <laughs> um yeah so hopefully they get the rest they need no one's gonna take their their spot or their place like numbers mm. might vary and things happen but i think all the artists and all the groups that exist within the k-pop realm are all a unique piece to the puzzle yes some are more known and x y and z but i don't think anyone can replace anyone um yeah i agree yeah, so I don't think there's anything to worry about. And then on to our very last unpopular opinion for today. This person, very short, very sweet. They said, K-pop is child labour. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've spoken about this before, about debuting idols too young. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, you're going to have arguments of people that are the ages of these idols debuting. Like, no, they're just living their dream. They're just singing. They're just dancing. You know, if I was in a position, that's something that I would love to do. But I think, you know, people don't really think about the, like, psychological effects and even, like, yeah. physical effects that it can have on a person and how much it can stunt their growth physically and mentally. We've spoken about this so many times mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, the whole dieting aspect that may, you know, interrupt like a, a, a woman's like cycle or you've had idols come out saying they're mentally stuck at 16 because they debuted at 16 and they haven't been able to either interact with other 16 year olds that are living normal lives or just interact with people that are living normally and I think that's another reason and again I might have said this before so sorry if I sound like a broken record but I think that's why we get so many of the same scandals as well mm -hmm. because 
they're in their own little bubble. They're not part of the real world, unfortunately. So things that we're thinking, everyone knows that's wrong. Everyone should know that. It's like, they're still stuck at, and even though they could be like 26, they're stuck at 15. (laughs) And they're not really thinking about how that affects the world. They're in their own little bubble. And again, which is very dangerous. And again, it's kind of hard for someone to debut so young and then have like such an input within art because art imitates life. And if you have no life, what are you imitating? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a difficult and complex one because one, as you said, we've had this conversation quite a few times on here. I don't know if it'd be the best example, but for example, there's a Western model and actress Brooke Shields and I think she's recently done a documentary I think it's on um, Disney Plus and it kind of covers her journey um, in the entertainment world and getting in so young and basically turning into... Is this the model? Yes, yeah so she's Mm. the model, she was a child model, got started really really young, like literally a baby Mm. and I think it covers like her journey and basically being turned into a commodity and a sex symbol so young and and what that meant for her development and psychologically and having all that pressure on her and the way it scarred her and yes her journey might be an extreme but I think we can see quite a light and a mirror being held to some of the things that we see in the k-pop space as well of yeah basically being turned into a commodity and everyone wanting a piece of you or being sexualized and minors being sexualized and all this other stuff and developmental issues and um, all the internal and external and physical and mental repercussions that being in such a space can have so young. So yes, do good companies take good precautions? Sure. But I don't think that's enough. I think a child still needs the opportunity to be a child and to effortlessly experience every phase of their life. I know people get into the entertainment world and music and that space for different reasons. It might feel like their last hope. Maybe they feel as though they have to support their family or X, Y, and Z. But I think our original opinion still stands. Like we kind of do agree with this point. And especially as K-pop as a whole, they never, and again, I've said this before, they don't nurture, and I'm putting this in quotation marks, they don't nurture older artists. It's like, once you hit a certain age or if and especially if you don't have the the popularity behind you it's like well that's it like you don't hear of someone debuting after military age you don't hear mm. of someone debuting at 25. which would make so and much sense to debut I'm, groups after military age that's what i'm saying and like even 25 is still 25 is still young so just like little things like that and it's it, it, it's kind of given well because we can't manipulate you in a certain way if you get what I mean like once you put a certain, certain age you know what's right you know what's wrong you know I need rest you do, do you know what I mean whereas when you're younger it's kind of like no I need to do this because I need to make it they know better because they're the adults and they've been in this so like you're more malleable do you know what I mean mm-hmm. so there's yeah. that side of it as well so yeah, it's it's a it's a sticky one and hopefully there'll be some positive change in the space. I'm not that optimistic because it feels like we just keep getting groups that are debuting younger and younger. So bad. Which I know in the moment as a, as a kid or as a teenager like that must feel like the most amazing thing ever, but down the lines like you're going to have to deal with the repercussions if you haven't already. So maybe the conversation actually needs to more so not just involve the companies and artists, but also the families and parents behind 
the young people that are allowing them mm. to get involved in the space so young. Okay, so those are all of our unpopular opinions for today. Thank you to everyone that submitted their opinions or put any of these forward for us to discuss on the pod. And it's now time for On The Radar, which is where me and Shanice will let you know if there's anything that we're listening to, watching, or anything we want to put you guys onto. So Shanice, what's on your radar? On our radar, I came across this video. I don't know if EXO were having some sort of like concert, fan gathering. I don't know what it was. But, you know, before, this is for any concert, but before any members come on stage, I'll show like a, like the video footage of all the members looking seductive or whatever the case may be, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so obviously, this was like a video of EXO. So any member that came on, like Kai, ah, you know, they'll scream, right? Mm-hmm. But when Chen came on, silence. No. And I don't know if people are still like upset over the whole he's married to kids thing. Like y'all didn't have a chance. I I don't I don't get it. Uh, and also with Chanyol as well, Chanyol was there was a there was like a ah I don't know, I don't sorry, know what Chanyol funny. Like what? But yeah, like I just it was really weird and interesting to see. It's so random. Excellent. Once again, it might be not fans, other people, but be appreciative. EXO literally do not have to keep working. They could all just go off and enjoy their lives and their other successful endeavors. So be grateful, please. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with people, but we stand behind you, Chen and Chanyol. I don't know what's wrong with these people. That's on my radar, short and sweet. Lovely. Oh, on my radar. What is on my radar? A little bit different to our usual programming, but... Korean food. I've tried some new things this week. Ooh, what did you um, try? I've I've had Korean dumplings before, but just trying new stuff. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. But what was in it? Dump- we want descriptions, girl. I don't know. Lots of different dumplings, like some barbecue dumplings. Like there was like some vegetable ones. Just like a whole bunch of flavors. I couldn't tell you all the names. I'm is it really like sorry. is it like steamed dumplings? Yeah, the ones that you steam. Yeah, there's that. Nice, nice yeah. and sweet and short, mm-hmm. like me. Anyway, guys, (laughs) thank you for listening to How You At You. And remember that you can send us any of your unpopular opinions, stories, requests, or dilemmas to howut at gmail.com, or you can submit them anonymously at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash you. And before you go and leave us today, please feel free to leave us a rating and a review on whatever podcasting platform that you're listening to us on. Yes, I've been Shanice from Kpop Box. You can follow me at kpopbox underscore. And I've been Shay from The K-Way. You can follow me at The K-Way on most platforms. And until next time, we will... Holla at you. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.